I was looking at the decorations here on the stage last Sunday, and I thought to myself as I was looking, um, I just love the look of the lights, and I just had the, the warm fuzzies, right, looking at the lights. I don't know if you've ever experienced that um, during Christmas, looking at decorations, lights, all those kinds of things just give you those warm, fuzzy feelings sometimes. For us, we love, we love doing the tour around town, driving around, looking at the lights at the different places of the houses. Uh, in fact, that's something we do every Christmas Eve, and so we'll be planning to do that tonight, to drive around and look at the lights. And one of the other things we love doing is just at, in the evening, sitting by the Christmas tree with the lights on, uh, and just sitting there with the, the glow of the white lights, or I ch- change them to multicolor because that's me, I like, you know, and we bought one of those trees that can go both ways, which keeps the peace in the house, which is wonderful. But, you know, as I was, as I was thinking about the lights and I started looking at my devotional for today, and I was thinking around the psychology behind the lights, why is it that we, we look at the Christmas lights and get this idea of, of these warm fuzzies? You know, is it that it's so dark and we just look forward to lighting up the, the, the night with the long evenings? Uh, or is it that, you know, the lights themselves give off that feeling, that nostalgia that triggers something in your brain? It's nothing like that. It's neither of those things, believe it or not. The lights and decorations are different. We don't usually do those things all year long, so they stand out to us. And because they're different, our brains connect them with memories. And so not everybody gets warm fuzzies when they look at the lights. For people who think about Christmas time and think about um, the positive memories or happy memories or joyful things, the lights can trigger those memories and give your brain a dopamine hit and, and give you that nice feeling, those warm fuzzies. But for other people, it's the opposite. For others, they look at the lights, they look at the decorations, and it triggers not-so-pleasant memories, things from the past, or brings up feelings of emptiness or feelings of loneliness or all sorts of other things that we associate. And so what's interesting is, as I looked at the psychology behind the Christmas lights, it's not that the lights give us good feelings. The lights illuminate what's already inside of us. And I thought that was profound. The lights just illuminate for us what's already there. And so what if you're one of these people that the lights and the decorations don't bring up happy memories? How do you, how do you navigate the Christmas season? What, what if Christmas reminds you of what you lack or the crushing sense of failure or uncertainty in your life? Where is hope found then? What if Christmas reminds you of loss, of the family that are not present, the relationships that have been broken or lost? Where is peace in the middle of that turmoil? What if Christmas reminds you of how your life feels unfulfilled or, or how you have gotten lost in the drivenness of life and you no longer have direction or clear purpose anymore? Where's joy when you are alone and depressed? The candle that, that was represented in the skit with Tim and Kevin and Stacy opened on Christmas like they asked the question, is this what I hope for? 
Is this where I find peace? Is this where joy comes from? A candle? The symbol of light? Does that really make the difference for us? And so this year in lighting the Advent wreath, I wanted to do something different for Christmas Eve. Every year we light the Advent candle as a reminder. It's a reminder that Christmas is not just about the season. It's about acknowledging that something monumental has happened in our world. Jesus, who being in very nature God, made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. The same God who spoke the worlds into existence made his dwelling among us. As John eloquently writes in his gospel, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not grasped it. As this flame flickers to life, know that just as easily as light drives out darkness, hope can appear in your life just as quickly. Whatever memories come to mind of Christmas's past, the negative memories know this, they can be healed. And the good memories can be made whole in the light of God's glory. And it can happen in an instant. The hope that God desires to bring is also the hope of reconciliation with him. When you're on the outs with someone, it's hard to have peace, isn't it? Especially during times of year like Christmas. We were reminded of the family members that we're in conflict with. The people who were once in our lives that it's hard to get together sometimes. And I know a number of those stories. Maybe you're sitting next to that person today. I hope not. <laughs> I hope that that relationship is, can be reconciled today. You see, because God isn't just interested in tolerating you during the Christmas season. He isn't just interested to, to give you a place where he can put up with you for a little while. He wants to have relationship with you. He wants you to be reconciled to him, to come back to the fullness of relationship with him. He wants you to know the peace of what it is to be in relationship with him. And as you watch this candle shine, allow the Holy Spirit to call to you. Hear him inviting you back into relationship with him. Whether it's been minutes since you last talked, whether it's been hours, maybe it's been weeks, maybe months, maybe it's been years, maybe even decades. Or maybe you've never spoken to him. Know that he wants to give you a peace that cannot be shaken by your circumstances, by what's happening in your life. It's a peace of knowing that no matter what happens, God is with you. And even more importantly, you can be with him.
when you know hope and you know peace, it's the natural outflow of these things to be filled with joy, especially when you know you don't deserve it. It's the joy that's depicted in Charles Dickens' classic A Christmas Carol, when Scrooge wakes up on Christmas morning realizing that his life can be different, that his life can be redeemed, that he can do things differently. When we're filled with hope for a new life and a peace that surpasses human understanding, it should overflow in joy. We see glimpses of these things in the Christmas season. We're called to rejoice in the salvation that we have been given, to rejoice in the new life that is offered, a full and abundant life that does not end at the grave, but will continue even more in fullness at Christ's return. A light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, God did this simply because he loves us and desires to have relationship with us. Jesus came into this world because of God's great love for us. It's a love that reaches into the darkness and calls us to be with him in the light. Each Sunday this month, We had a skit depicting the typical tropes from Christmas movies without the eventual resolution that you always get in those movies on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. For Tim, it was losing his job, not knowing how he would provide for his son. If this were a Christmas movie, we know that things would work out. On Christmas Eve, the boss would call, or Christmas Day, the boss would show up and offer him a job, or someone else would offer him a job and probably a Christmas turkey along with that, so that they'd be able to provide for their family. For our version of Kevin, and you know if you've ever seen the movie, Kevin's family all shows up again on Christmas morning. He stops the bad guys, and he enjoys Christmas Day with the family that he wanted them to be dead just days before, that he actually wanted to be alone. And it was all forgotten, all brushed over, until the next Christmas in New York where it all happens again. And it will even snow on Christmas Day. For Hallmark Stacy, a.k.a. Chloe, was that a bit of a stretch for you to play that character, Chloe? (laughs) She's supposed to meet the small-town man to sweep her off her feet pull her out of the busyness and drivenness of the big city life to show her meaning and Christmas spirit in a new and unexpected slash expected way because they're all the same movie. But even if they were all to have all of these things fall in place, is that really what it's all about? And that's exactly what Tim was asking today. Is this really what it's all about? What they opened in that package, for one was labeled hope, for another was labeled peace, for another it was joy, it is the Christ candle. This is how God 
showed his love among us, 1 John 4, 9. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. The candle that we light each year on Christmas Eve is the Christ candle. Jesus is the revealed love of God. Jesus is the revealed joy that we find in God. Jesus is the revealed peace that flows from God. Jesus is the revealed hope that we have in God. But we don't always see it. We don't always understand it because we live in darkness. The people walking in darkness, Isaiah says, have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Know this. We are people who walk in darkness, but now a light has dawned. In Jesus, God has revealed the light of his glory into this world. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, we read. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. I love the imagery of these candles burning today. They glow in a dark room. And I love the idea of the Christmas lights that set off a glow in the night. And as we will, in a few moments, light from this candle, the light will spread throughout the room, and it's a beautiful picture of this spreading light throughout the world. But it misrepresents the reality of what Christ has actually done. It gives us a glimpse, but it misleads us a little bit. Isaiah 45 says, The glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together. The Lord's glory revealed is angel-invading, choir-singing, celestial body-proclaiming glory. The Lord's glory revealed is demons fleeing, lame walking, blind seeing glory. The Lord's glory revealed is ground shaking, sin breaking, grave robbing glory. When we say that a light shines in the darkness, we are not saying that God has lit a candle so that we can stumble through the darkness. He has raised the sun to fullness of light, the same as the sun dawned this morning, and it was so bright, Kim was standing in my office and had to turn away because it was in her face. That is the light that has come into the world. It is the sunlight that God has raised for us. He is calling us out of darkness to live in the light. When this building was designed, this sanctuary was created with no windows, and that was done on purpose. It was done on purpose so that we could make the room dark. Even in the middle of the day, we can make it completely dark in here. We shut out all the light. And we do that sometimes in our own homes. We close the windows. We shut the doors. We limit the light as much as possible. And we do that because we like to control the light. 
the only way to escape sunlight is to completely bar it out. It's a choice we make. A light is shining in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. Jesus' light is brilliant and penetrating enough to shine into the darkness of our lives. And all he asks us to do is to open the door, to open the windows, and to let the light come in, to fill us with hope and peace and joy and love. But he doesn't force that on us. We can retreat and we can hide. We can stay in the darkness. And this morning on Christmas Eve, as you contemplate this message, as you light the candles, as we spread this light throughout this room, do not content yourself for one little flame of light burning in your life. But realize that Jesus is inviting you into the sunlight. This Christmas, he desires for you to walk in the light as he is in the light.